Everybody ready? Yep. Ready. Alright. Welcome to this episode of Clinically Pressed. We are in Lawrence, Kansas, and just got done watching a full day of track and field, as you might be able to tell by the reddish hue <laughs> we have on our arms. Uh, tan yes, yeah. just to show it. There it is. Uh, we are here with Kyle Rogers, a really good friend of mine, uh, massage therapy, all of the above guru with instructor, practitioner, everything like that. Um, and so we're just going to cover everything, massage therapy, kind of from a different angle than we did with previous episodes. So Sweet. I want to give you a little background. And I know we talked about how interesting your into massage story kind of is. Not your typical. Yeah, how much time do you got? We, yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're leaving tomorrow out. morning, so. <laughs> oh, that's too much time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I didn't really know anything about massage at all. Um, outside of like cruise ships in Hollywood, pampering rich and famous, that's what I thought of. I grew up uh, farm work, construction, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Then my back started bothering me and to the point where I was pretty much bedridden at least once a week, you know, kind of thing. And hooked on pain meds and went to various doctors of and so forth from here to the East Coast. Five of them told me I'd probably be in a wheelchair by the time I was 40. So um, one, of them, one of them said, well, why don't you start powerlifting so that the muscles can do what your back's not doing. And so I was like, hey, I can do that. You don't hear that very often. Yeah. No, <laughs> right? Take up powerlifting. No, uh, and so then I, uh, I promptly went and hurt myself the first couple of times. But that was more ego than anything. Anyway, um, one day my wife came home and from her job and met this uh, lady and she's like, told her all about you and she wants to crack at you. And so I was like, cool, what what you do, right? And she goes, she's a massage therapist. And I promptly, <laughs> <laughs> So for those of you that don't know my wife, she's like 4'11 on a good day, Italian, East Coast. So she <laughs> smacks me in the back of the head and was, uh, what do you got to lose? So she had a point. So I went, uh, I went and saw the massage therapist, and um, saw her once a week. And right around that eight-week point, um, I was out of my brace, and I was in a brace from hip to armpit, made out of airplane metal. Uh, supposed to wear it twenty-four-seven. That's just stupid. Um, it hurt. It was horrible. So anyway, I was very thrilled about that, and then um, was on my way that road to recovery of. of learning how to live without the brace and kicking the pain meds and all that. But that's also the time when that light bulb went off and said, this is what i got to do. Um, growing up, doing the kind of work that I've done, uh, and also a former athlete, you see the repetitive motion injuries and, and stuff like that. and So many things that are possibly misdiagnosed or they don't look at. One of the things that I really like about the massage therapy discipline is that um, we get a reputation for being flaky, you know, which is kind of true. But we look at things at, at such, such a broad and uh, 3D kind of way that it seems that we look outside the box that a lot of other disciplines keep themselves into. Um, and so that's how I got into it. Um, so I said, I got to do it. I went to school, became one. You started teaching, like, 
right as you were finishing school? I'm not sure we can talk about that. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> just a joke. Bottom line is you're so, an instructor now. So, okay, great. Uh, yeah. I think we can edit that out. No, yeah. actually, actually what happened was um, two things I was never going to do, and I was very vocal about it, was hospice care uh, and teach. Um, hospice, because I'm just not strong enough internally for to deal with somebody who's, you know, yeah, only I got a few days left, that. right? Um, but I was a month out, a month before I was finished my program when my best friend at the time called up and his stepdad had six weeks to live. So it's like, what do you do? Your best friend, yeah, you know, crap. All right, so there went that. Um, and I've had a few others, and, you know, it's not something that I necessarily, like, put out there, but, you know, if they come my way, I'm not going to say no. Um, might edit that out, because I don't need a whole bunch of people coming. Anyway. For sure. Um, <laughs> you can find then, Kyle. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then teaching, because, I mean, uh, beard, ogre looking, right? Sound like Rocky Balboa, so... The biker look. Right. So there was absolutely no reason why I would think anybody would want to listen to me or give me, think that I knew what I'm talking about, you know. So so there's that. And uh, um, it was just inside of a year from when I had graduated that my, one of my former instructors called me up and she's like, I want to go home for Thanksgiving, but I need somebody to cover two of my classes. Would you be willing to? Two things hit about the same time. One was, poor thing, if she's calling me, then she's already burned up a whole big list <laughs> of individuals. Um, but that, and then the other one was, well, holy crap, she, even if it's just a cover class for two nights, she thinks that I'm capable of doing so. So I went in with a lot of butterflies and, and stuff, um, and that was 10 years ago. Um, and I never left. So I rose from part-time instructor to full-time. And then um, 2010, they made me the coordinator of the program. 12 or 13, they decided to uh, have me um, oversee the massage program on all three campuses. There's one in Lawrence and two in Kansas City. Um, so I have a tendency to, one, not say no, when I probably should, and and look at opportunities where those opportunities where it's a really good chance you're going to fall on your face, those seem to be the ones that I like to take. So, seems to have worked out okay. Yeah. yeah. So now 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 then, so nobody gets in trouble. Um, There's there's like a three year, you have to be out in the field for three years, blah blah blah, before you can teach, right? Um, They took my client list. So I, I erased the names, left gender, age, what they're, what I've seen them for, and, and all that stuff, and handed that in. And they decided that the client list that I, I had um, fulfilled went beyond the, the three-year requirement. Experience yeah. requirement, makes so, sense. Yeah, so I've had some pretty crazy ones. My favorite one's the guy with the seven-inch bolt up through his lumbar. Who? So. Ouch. Um, wow. Yeah, three, seems like a good solution. Three back surgeries. That is what they're left with. Was uh, they they put rods in him. See if I can get this all right. They put rods in him. They clipped a nerve, met, gave him flop foot, a drop foot, you know, and, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other stuff. So they went and tried to do it again. Anyway, they ended up leaving him 
without the rods, and he, he was too lax by that time, so they drilled and put a bolt up through his lumbar. Um, yeah, so he was in, when I first saw him, he had to take a break from parking his truck to the, to the front. It was like probably a little longer than this room that we're in. So from getting out of his truck to the front door, he had to stop. He got in the front door, got into the lobby, stopped, and then made it down the hallway to, to the treatment room, and that's kind of where we stopped for a while. Um, my problem with him, though, was that I actually, I'd work, I treated him for a while, and we were seeing progress, um, and then one day he came back, and he was like, and he was just bent over in pain. I'm like, what's the matter? What, what, what happened? You know, what's going on? And he goes, I just, I feel really bad, kind of like when I first came to see you. I'm like, so what happened from the time I saw you to the time I'm seeing you now? Mm -hmm. What'd you do? It's going to be one of those, I already know. Well, I was feeling so good after the last treatment that I went out and I cut wood at my place and at my mom's and my sister's place. There it is. And I looked at him and said, you're 72 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why'd you do this now? And he goes, well, you know, you, f- you feel like you're 18, you go do oh, So anyway, so then he uh, worked on him and worked on him over a period of time, and he came back to me another time, same kind of thing, and I'm like, all right, so now what'd you do? Well, I went on a canoe trip. I haven't been on a canoe trip in like 15 years, and that was my favorite thing, so I went and did the rapids, and, and I'm just like... <laughs> Thanks. And so that is like, why we have job security. Yeah. Right. Cool that he was able yeah. to do those things. It right? is, right, yeah. So, so it's one of those things, that, and that's really, you know, uh, you can get frustrated with a client like that, but at the same time, you're empowering them to, to go and do things like that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either, especially if I knew that I could just roll up to my therapist. Yeah, and <laughs> take care of it. fix whatever I did. So, yeah, but anyway, so... Yeah. And now you're primarily working with athletes or still a mix? No, I work with a mix of, um, I do, I have a lot of high school athletes and college athletes that are are clients. Um, But, you know, honestly, um, I use, for my practice, I actually use athletes more as a a tool kind of thing um, and then take that to uh, to the rest of the world. So I can do my, athletes tell you right on the spot if it's working or not, and yep, you got it, and so on. Um, and so, and and their training and their day-to-day, um, there's a lot more physical stress and demand on them than with a lot of other people, right? So if I can get it to work on them, then I, I'm pretty comfortable getting it to work on, on somebody else. So, um, but no, I, I'll see anybody that walks through my door. I do, I am more treatment focused in what I do than the relaxation. So there's that. Um, the little massage I've ever got from him does not feel good. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of those things that I need to correct. Maybe someday. Maybe not. But um, th- I do have a lot of athletes that, that will ask me, hey, who can I go see for a feel good massage? I'm like, <laughs> um, me? This does feel good. <laughs> me? You feel good when you're done. Right? You know, I mean, you see me for a whole different reason. And so there's different approaches. So, yeah. So a lot of that you seek you out for preventative or recovery? Recovery. Or? My, my, my actual business 
my private practice is corrective therapy more than anything. So um, I, I do a lot of uh, assessment, movement assessment, see what's going on and so on. Um, and then retraining movement sometimes, you know, I mean, um, oh, now we're going to roll down this rabbit hole. But anyway. Is this a strength so, and conditioning one? Not necessarily. But maybe. Like I, that was going to be, so I was going to tie it in. Right. Point. See, so, so we'll just keep no, rolling. Right. right. You, you make this easy. You so, don't even have to ask anything. Um, you come to me and you have knee pain. You tell me, I got knee pain. And so my next question is, what do you do? And you'll tell me. Blah, 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 right? All right, so he tells me. All right, cool, squat for me. Uh, it's not bad, but <laughs> I'm not going to worry about his squat form causing him knee pain because it's normally when they go knees forward, then you automatically know, right? Yeah. Because gravity wants to take that femur right off the tibia. Just, so, um, so that's why we have knee pain. So I go and I correct their, their squat form, their mechanics on, on that. And, and do soft tissue work in the meantime. Um, but yeah, so it's that's kind of stuff. Um, my big thing that I've been uh, doing a lot of, uh, there's, we in our habitat now um, have a lot of scapular gluing, or that's what I see, right? So, um, and there's been some articles that I've, I've read and, and uh, studies, you know, that have come out that uh, talk about the large percentage of shoulder pain really due to, to scapular gluing versus the injury to the shoulder and so on. So I've been kind of looking at that in my own practice and with people who's coming in and, um, yeah, you know, so freeing up and trying and doing that. And so, um, you know, what all wraps around that scapula? What can it get tied down to? I mean, you've got can it get tied down to? Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, exactly. So, um, so that's, that's what you start attacking, you know. Um, I come probably with a heavier emphasis with myofascial stuff, so therefore I'm not just looking at the, the one thing. Um, I'm looking at that whole chain of, or line that, that ties down. So. so you're big on the anatomy trains. Love anatomy trains. Everything with that, yeah. yeah. I know we've talked about it yeah. a lot. and. Love it. So you must be good enough where you can visually pick up on some of these things, because that whatever you we don't we don't want to say anything about being <laughs> good enough, because you can never be good enough. But how I'm proficient. I'm lucky enough. There lucky you go. Enough. Okay, works. That, that works. So yeah. Um, Just well, yeah. It. So you what know, did, what did you notice that I was doing that? Said was AJ got his arm worked on before we got started. Just I didn't even say anything. Just started <laughs> making me feel better. And so, so no. I mean, in, in all seriousness, um, you're digging on your other arm, right? Uh, walking around, he's kind of digging and so on. So I'm around you too up, much. I don't even pay attention I to that anymore. Um, well, this guy's over here, right there. That's what you need on him. So anyway, um, true story. Yeah. So um, so that was the first one, right? But then. Um, it's just mechanics and movement, and, and, and yeah, there is a time where um, we don't move smoothly yeah. anymore, and that's, that's when things start sticking and gluing. That's that sign that, you know, when, um, when it's not fluid um, or look like one of those old kung fu masters, you know, and so on, then, then that's when we know there's stuff going on. 
So, and then if you just ignore those issues, it, it just builds to yeah. a potential major injury down the road. Mm-hmm. There was one thing out of, out of the ART book they had that they basically figured out some equation generally just looking at like duty cycles and things like that and just like how bad it can get and like you don't even realize how bad it gets. Right. And then you got athletes that are, well, well fix it today. Well, you just had 10,000 yeah. <laughs> repetitions yeah. of in this poor position. So they're, they're masters of that poor position. Right, because their body's that good right. at adapting. Yeah. Right. So, but, um, yeah, no, and, and that's, that's just, that's part of it. And, you, and knowing what happens, I mean, the two forces that we deal with in everyday life is gravity and the electromagnetic, right? Um, and so uh, any of us who lift know that you want to keep the bar as close to you as possible because as we move further away, it just doubles as that weight, you know, so 45 quickly becomes 90. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so oh, when, you, when your ear is right above your shoulder, you're in good position, right? But as soon as you move an inch, now you've just doubled it, and, and it just keeps on doubling. My dad, sorry, Pops, <laughs> we probably won't play this for you. Um, so, but he's, he's going to be 90 in August, and uh, um, he, he's the textbook, and I use him for, as an example with my kids. Students, not necessarily kids, but because um, I have those also. Um, I keep looking down here. I should be looking over here. Ah, anyway, so um, he would come home from work and do his do his job, do his yard work, whatever, and then sit in his big easy chair, kick his feet up on the ottoman, and watch sports and news. So he was always here. Mm-hmm. So after decades of sitting like that. He got stuck like that because that's what our anatomy does, right? So then he's bent, and then gravity takes over. Now, anyway, so he's like a seven now, and he's got scoliosis and going on, and the poor thing. And anyway, so uh, I did the I did the math on his head weight, and he's got like a 118 pound head because of how bent oh, he is, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Man. So if you can imagine all those posterior muscles, you know, trying to. There's Hold a on guy. Uh-huh. We have to do. Well, you don't have to do. We, we do these biometric screens, and there's a guy. I don't know what he is, but he's very old and shuffles around. But he has gotten so bad that I swear his spine comes up, goes over, and then actually like comes back. Oh, like it's it, it exactly is. of like the neck of a vulture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's incredible. Yeah, I mean, that he literally is like hunched over and looking yeah. up. That's it. It's it's. In, he tried to pull a young in feet the other at my son's graduation, um, and uh, and I I saw it coming. But it's that slow mo thing where you know you just can't react no matter mm-hmm. how fast, right? So we're standing, we're all standing up getting ready to leave, and there's this big crowd, and it's at Allen Field House because uh, they thought it was going to rain, and so and I see him look, and we're two two aisles up from the exit, right? So he just has to bound over two chairs to hit the floor and go, right? So I see him look, and I'm like, Dad, no, 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 no. Up comes his right leg. And he's over that first one, like, you know, like a hurdler. <laughs> Great. Okay, so now I'm trying to get over there, and I see him, and he takes his left leg. He grabs his pant leg, oh. gets it all over and gets it over. And I'm yelling at him, and like, I'm, <laughs> I'm throwing people out of the way, right? Not really, but... Should have been. Anyway, so he goes and he stands and his back, his right leg catches the top of the foot and pole axes down. Uh, 
So, but, and so then when we were walking, he's holding this, well, his arm, because it, it uh, tore part of his, his arm, he split it. And not to be this, anyway, so, but he's here, you know, he's looking at the floor, and he's got his, he's holding one arm this way, and so now he's, he's so off balance and everything that it's just like, oh. yeah. So, you know, but coming back to that, he started that sitting in his mm-hmm. big fat chair with his feet up on the ottoman. And, uh, yeah, if I could just roll it back. No, Dad, get out of that squat. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. So we won't go on my thoughts of chairs. <laughs> yeah, we, we cover Share that one a little bit. Feelings. Yeah, so. We've yeah. all created standing desks of one version or the other. I've tried. I just don't use my desk. Yeah, that makes it tough to have. Yeah, so I uh, I just don't do work. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> one way to do manual right. work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I just get scolded occasionally. You know, why aren't your grades in? Stuff like that. So, um, one I wanted to t- get into a little bit is just some of the different like techniques that you are kind of your go-to. I know we've talked a lot about structural integration, pin and stretch. <laughs> any other <laughs> any other ones that are your go-to? I think it was you. You know that taught me back in the days. You know if you can't work the superficial tissues, you're never right. going to get down to the deep ones. Right. Well, actually, and just I don't know. However, you want to go into that. Um, when I first was a, when I first started going to school for massage, um, one of my instructors um, had been in he was, had been a massage therapist for at that time about twenty five years. Okay. So now he's been in it quite a lot longer. But anyway, he was doing what I thought I really wanted to be doing. He was doing sports and stuff like that mm-hmm. and so on. So uh, um, one day and. The one thing I did when I went back to school um, was um, I didn't know anything about it, and I was old enough and mature enough that I said, all right, since I don't really know what I'm getting into, I'll keep an open mind uh, so that I can at least look at the potential or possibility of what I'm learning, Right. which made a huge difference. But anyway, so this this gentleman, he's like... um, so if you want to be good at, at deep work, you really have to be good at the intuitive, softer side of massage as well. And I'm like, so I was like, well, okay, I don't sure, know, right? Whatever that means. So, so what he was talking about was that more, oh god, sorry guys, the more energetic aspect of things. Mm-hmm. But that's that intuition and 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 just kind of that knowing. Um, and there's also, but it's like. All right, so I saw him digging earlier, right? But I'm also receptive to the fact that that movement is is a little bit catchy, right? So, but yeah, so if you can't can't pick that up, you really don't have a whole lot of business working deeper into the into the muscular system, um, because the deeper you go, you know, there that's where you're you're working on things that are holding everything together. You know, now we're not working on um, as many muscles that are create movement, but more stabilizing and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, anyway, so be good so that you can be good over here. Um, that kind of leads me to, to feel I need that deep tissue versus heavy pressure kind of discussion. Go for it. So, um, 
I tons of people people right now. (laughs) Tons of people, including their massage therapists, um, because we're we're one of the biggest culprits in keeping our population or our clientele ignorant on it. Is that deep tissue doesn't have anything to do with pressure whatsoever. Um, You'll have clients come in and say. I, I really need deep tissue, and they're talking about just somebody dropping elbow, flatlining, right? Yeah. You know, just think, uh, rolling over them, and um, um, they're two completely different things. And so, you know, if I'm, uh, I can lay a heavy forearm into you or an elbow, and pretty much just rolling pin, you know, just go over that. That's one thing, but I'm not doing any necessarily doing anything to to the deeper tissues. I'm not rectifying whatever the issue is. Um, it's kind of like foam rolling. <laughs> Joel. What? <laughs> why, what's wrong? why are you looking at me with foam rolling? I, I, I had to blame somebody. So I don't like foam rolling. I think that it's, it's it, you use a, it's like rolling out cookie dough, right? So there's some benefit to it, but if you really need to get to, to the issues, you need a domed surface to help churn it up, right? I mean, that makes sense to me. So um, so is there an alternative, like a softball or Can I step baseball? out and come back in? Yes. Sure. sure. Insert commercial. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a great spot for the insight. Right. Yeah, baseball. baseball. There you go, okay. I love baseballs um, and softballs. Crossball? Oh, I don't have it. <sighs> what? The... Uh, like two inch round super bouncy ball that we all had as kids. Oh <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, 75 cents at your local cheap restaurant. Yeah, I'm like sorry. That. Yeah, you here in town you go to pizza shuttle, 75 cents you get it. There you <laughs> go. Um, we were talking about that last night. We didn't make it there, but we talked about it. Oops. So a domed surface. I mean, it churns, and that's what we want to do. Because as as when you do manual therapy, here hold it for me. Thanks. Um, <laughs> familiar with those. So, uh, when you're doing t- manual therapy or tissue work, you're, part of what you're doing is breaking up adhesions and scar tissue, right? right? So, if I come in and I do this, I'm really not doing anything right. to that scar tissue or mm-hmm. the adhesions. I need to get in and, and cross fiber friction and so on. Um, and that's when I always talk to my athletes because, like, when they go on the foam roller, it's just. Roll back and forth, right. roll back and forth. I'm like, right. okay, so if you went and got a massage and somebody just went to your arm and went up and down, up and down, are you actually going to think you get got something? Like, right. find a spot, right. roll side to side on it, right. contract and relax right. against it, right. pin and stretch it. Definition of massage. Massage, the definition is mechanical or manual manipulation of soft tissue, right? For therapeutic purpose, i got to put that in there or else then it's just torture. Um, <laughs> so... So, but yeah, so if I just go in, then it's almost more like petting, um, and I need to get in, and yeah, so um, domed surfaces, so, you know, our, our thumbs and fingertips and pads or whatnot, knuckles, forearms, elbows, they're not nice rounds, they're right. cylindrical. Um, when we do tissue, soft tissue work, we're not going for the nice round cylindrical, we're using whatever bony landmarks our body has, you know. Um, so to help hook and stretch and pull and... Right. To so go at it with something more like this and do more of a pinpoint approach and mm-hmm. more in there instead of 
Yeah, I mean, you can sit on that sucker, you can lay on it. Um, Do you like this kind of basic? Because this is a soft one. Yeah, it's a soft one. These are better than the rock card. That's a preference. I like to have a little bit of give because if you're... The one thing that you're doing, this goes back to the lacrosse ball that I Mm -hmm. pretended I ignored, um, is a hard surface or or when you go in with a lot of hard pressure, you guard against it. That was one. I would so so steal Starrett's thought on that, where it's like you have to make a pain face. It's too much. Yeah. Because um, then you're just going to guard up and you got nothing accomplished. Exactly. You got to find that happy medium of where it's right. intense but not painful. Right. So so if your your scale is one to ten, ten being the worst, um, we try and work in that six to eight range at, at the top end, mm-hmm. and, and then work our way down. I'll have athletes start out on a tennis ball. If it's like relatively new or acute, right. I'll start them on a tennis ball just because it's got that give. It may right. not get as deep, that's but okay. it's at least going to be comfortable. You're still engaging at that mm-hmm. point. So, so, so that's, yeah. that's how I feel about the PVC pipe. Oh, Sometimes man. you get on them like, oh, that's yeah. way too much. Well, that's what happens when they steal the actual wow. foam rollers. Yeah. Different problem. <laughs> if it's a PVC pipe, you can't really call it foam rolling, can you? That's true. What do you call it? Pipe rolling. Pipe rolling. <laughs> Does that get you in trouble with? I was just gonna say <laughs> that. Yeah, oh, that, that could have gone bad real quick. Hey, what are we talking about? Yeah. So anyway, was that good? Story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Baseball. Baseball. Softball. Yeah. Anything like that. Use a racquetball. That was no. One that for pinning and twisting superficial stuff. For for your integumentary, for no, your not skin. for like around your ankle or even through. A... Okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's good to see you. <laughs> good to see you. I think the answer is no. Um, okay, I understand because yeah. it, it engages the tissue. And you just tack and, and twist. And you twist. So so you're working that very very sh- superficial yeah, stuff. Subcutaneous you, layer. Yeah. Dermis. Fat. Call me fat. Thanks, man. <laughs> Try to stay in <laughs> So, what other questions do you guys have? Maybe I don't know. Well, I saw something on the um, document about martial arts. Oh, what, what's your involvement yeah. there? There you go. Um. So, I there's a a form called Satori do Kempo that a friend of mine um, made, concocted. Um, I don't necessarily want to call it originating, um, but he did. Uh, Steve Noble is a, is a gentleman who, he was one of the first Americans that was actually allowed to go over to China, um, stay at a Shaolin temple and learn Tai Chi and Kung Fu and so forth like that. Now you can go over and chill out in the hotel, you schedule your workouts and so on. But when he did it, um, he slept at the temple on a mat in the little four by four cell that they all did on the ground. Got up at 4.30 in the morning, did the work and so on. I mean, he, he lived it for a year and a half. Um, and then his master over there was like, it's time for you to go back to America and teach them Tai Chi. They need to not stress so much. Um, so that's what he did. Um, however, uh, he has this big background in martial arts, and um, what he did was he took 
the things that kind of bled into all the different forms that he knew, um, the similar, the things that were similar, I should say, and combine them into what's, what he calls uh, Satori Dope. And Kimpo just means mixed anyway. So um, our mixed martial arts, MMA, it's just Kimpo. We just need to westernize it. So anyway. Um, like we do best. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so it's a non-offensive self-defense, I think is probably the best way to do it. So I've had students in there for five years or better that have never learned an offensive strike. Hmm. Um, but let me bring my 15-year-old daughter in here and she'll probably clear the room pretty quick. So, um, but it's, it's not that you don't do, but it's, it's very much um, that Aikido, Kendo kind of style of, of uh, using the opponent's momentum and force against them and so on. So like if uh, he decides to throw a punch at me. Um, I saw him eyeing you up actually. Right? <laughs> I started with the insult. Next comes physical contact. Right. <laughs> Um, it, it's just a matter, of, it's a way of blocking and moving him on and letting him dump his face on the ground or, or whatever. And the views skyrocket. Because <laughs> <laughs> so. AJ gets taken down. No! <laughs> yeah. He'd have to be very nice to me for me, you know, to do so. For uh, sure. Right? So, so kind to his guest. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, so there's, so that's uh, Satoru Kempo's, that's one of the things that I've, I've, I teach. Um, but me being me, I, I twisted it a little bit. And when Steve had me come on to teach, um, I added my own background of, of um, wrestling, boxing, stuff like that, um, in with it. And then um, I taught, teach more of the conditioning and tactical aspect of it. And he's very much more into the philosophy and form and so on. So. Um, it's a good combination, probably. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. I'm meeting with him later in the week. Um, there you go. I'm not sure what that's about. But, uh, <laughs> no, I. Uh, but there's a lot of different things. There's within that because Satorido means enlightenment. Um, so it's it's an enlightenment through a martial aspect um, and, and opening up a perspective. So it's very um, convenient that maybe convenient chance, whatever, um, that somebody like a massage therapist is teaching something that's, I mean, because we both, the, the philosophy and, and ideas and the way we move and everything are very similar. Um, until I shorten it up and do a harder form where that's all elbows and stuff. That's probably what we're talking about. He probably doesn't like that very much, but that's <laughs> what I do. So, um, but yeah, so that's, that's one of it. That's the martial you arts. You are such thing. a jack of all trades. Whatever. You definitely are. What's the next question? I don't know. You want to get into the clinically pressed ones? Sure. I don't care. Done talking about yourself? Okay. I hate talking about myself. <laughs> not very good at it. So the first one is what is something you would believe that others may not? That was my tap dance. That is good. Oh, that's nice. What do I believe that We've others now had two people say aliens. What do I Doesn't believe in <laughs> that others do not? About We're well, changing the topic about of massage, about in training, in anything. You don't like foam rollers? 
Yeah, there you go. We already used that one. Yeah. I have a feeling you've got something else. Yeah, I don't want to blow your place up and have everybody say, never mind, don't ever listen to them again. No. No, I don't know. Um, so training-wise. Yeah. Hmm? I'm now curious about <laughs> Nothing. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, I'm out. Yeah, that's it. I, I don't know. Um, what do I, I don't know, there's no real such thing as overtraining, it's under recovery. Um, yeah. There's a, one. one of the things that I think, oh, here we'll go this way since I'm the massage therapist and that's kind of why I'm here, not because of my good looks. But, I don't um, know. I know, right? You would have fit the barbell and beard thing, except for then I get I've trimmed. I've trimmed. I know. You, I was expecting I trimmed more. because we were, we were doing a bunch of uh, grappling work. Mm. And Makes my, an easy target. Yeah, yeah oh, it okay. does. <laughs> and, and you know who does it more than anybody? My 15-year-old daughter. Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> Eagle grips that sucker. Just oh. yanks. Yeah. Oh. And then and giggles while she does it. So. <laughs> That's just mean. She is mean. Sounds sweet and sassy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's, a, she's adorable. I used to call her my uh, my ninja ballerina. So, <laughs> nice. um, she she one time she ran up the the back of the couch this way just so that she could lasso my head. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. style. That's no, Daddy. You can't go to work. Play. I'm like. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Sorry. Side, we we got side. Yeah. Track. No, it's perfect. Um, yeah. The thing that I believe in, that I truly honestly believe in, and probably maybe in line with this, not so much aliens, though, there got to be, he took a picture. Um, Can't write a reset, that, we run into that every once in a while. Um, the body, the body tells you what you need to know, um, at the very least, as soon as you touch it. If you are open and aware of what's going on, boom, all right, and the body should tell you. It's very ancient. Uh, type of, of philosophy um, goes back to the time when um, before the whole scientific method and, and, and all that stuff um, they believed that the soul was on the outside of the person not something that was housed in and um, you know so nowadays you like get an aura or something nowadays like they like yeah. to call it auras and so on but okay. it's like three feet three to six feet out and so on so anytime that you're standing next to somebody so we're all kind of communicating it's one of the things that I've learned personal bubble yeah it's one of those things that I've learned to, to actually kind of uh, give some credence to because otherwise then um, I don't know how I would know half the shit that I know. Sorry, edit that. So is that getting into like quantum physics then? Or? <laughs> that came up on another podcast. Sure. Was that you yeah. that was it or was it Kevin uh, Schultz? It wasn't Kevin. Yeah. Kevin was big into it. Before so, scientific method. <laughs> so, uh, well, you know, because Descartes is math and all that stuff um, kind of forced everything into a machine mm -hmm. the way of looking and so um, and not getting religious or anything like that that's not my point but everything got turned inside and and, and so on um, so I think that there's more makes more sense because we we have that ability to tell people's moods and stuff like that without anybody speaking you don't have to see it when somebody's you know pissed off ticked off you can feel it. It's the same thing. Um, so that's why I could tell this. There's the answer. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't normally talk about it. But anyway, so um, so we should be able to have that ability as body workers to, to, if nothing else, as soon as you touch the person, that body tells you what needs to be worked on, what needs to be done. That's pretty cool. Um, if, you're, if you're open and aware enough, then just being in the vicinity, you should be able to know. There you go. Cool. Aileen's probably safer answer. There you go. Stepping out for my drink. <laughs> While you're on your way back, yes. Top three take-home tips that you would say to the people: Don't sit. Squat. Smile often. What does smiling do? It automatically changes you and your internal chemical stuff. It's the same as standing up straight too, or uh, just, just not up. just power posing. So, um, but here, everybody frown. Go ahead. No, you're trying to <laughs> I do it on command. I'm not going to be able to do it. You're not frowning. Doesn't you're, help you're when you're You're making like squishy, <laughs> kissy face slips over there or something. That's bad. That's my proud face. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. So anyway, smile. Because no matter what kind of mood you're in, if you try and make yourself smile, and as soon as you smile, then you already feel a little lighter and mm -hmm. feel a little happier. So on so on. How many was that? That's two. two. Dang. I need one more. Get a massage? Always get a massage. Mm -hmm. Massage is cumulative, so you should get one every week. If you get one once a month, you're at the very far end of, of anything beneficial. If you only get it any time less than that, so like six months or a year, you're not doing anything any good anyway, so go spend your money elsewhere. So what do most of your clients do? Um, mine, I have the, <laughs> I have the whole gamut. Um, I have some that are once a week, I have some that are every two weeks, I've got a few that are once a month, and that's just kind of more of a relaxation thing. Um, if I'm seeing you for an issue, so it's treatment based, then we're at an automatic like eight weeks, and it's pretty much 30 minutes a, a session. My schedule, though, because I teach, um, I can really only fit people in about once a week, so there's not very often where I see them more than that. Sometimes I can, so. Typically 30 minute sessions, though? For, for treatment wise, yeah. Um, I have friends who do like 90 minutes because they, they want to do the whole massage aspect and treatment. Um, I don't want to. I just personally, I don't mix that. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, because they're coming to me for an issue. So let's just treat that issue and then we'll progress into and, mm -hmm. and so on. Um, that's just easier for me. Get down to Sounds good. So, anyway. what's an influential purchase that you have for $100 or less? Could be health, fitness could be anything. You can't say baseball. We've got that one done. Derek Kane. Mm, that's a good one. Okay. That's pretty good one. Funny, our that's other a, massage therapist yeah, also funny. said that. It is a great self-torture tool. Yeah. Um, although I... I can pretty much find out anything to to be torturous and good to for sure. Right. Yeah. So 
<laughs> Soft tissue-wise, they're okay. Kind of a, this was, one wasn't on there, but any good books lately? Triple <laughs> uh, zero. What is? It's a, I feel like I should know that, what that is, but I don't. Oh, no, actually, Order 66 is pretty good, too. We'll look them up. All right. All right. Oh no, they're cheesy Star Wars books. Oh, Perfect. Okay. My son, my son has has like, this is really cool. So my son has has a library all of his own, right? Yeah. He's got over four hundred books. Holy crap! Old. I'm jealous. Smart kid. Yeah. He, yeah, he very is, very much is. Whatever. He is. I'll ask him about it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, my wife's the English teacher. She would be the one checking. Gosh, she has to hear this. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Comes another smack on the. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably put that sound in there somewhere. Yeah, Justin, um, tell me find that. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he's got over four hundred books, um, and he's got like the entire series of his Star Wars. Okay. Based. He's got it all, but actually, so, um, and we attempt to read. When the kids were growing up, Shell and I would read like the books that they're reading or in that same series and so mm-hmm. on, so that we could talk to them about it and all that stuff and know what they were doing. Um, well, I'm a slow read, and <laughs> I wanted something that I didn't want to think about, so I was like, Kayla, what do you got? That's what he gave me. Nice. It's about the clones. Okay. So he's all about the clones. He doesn't really care about the Jedis or Sith. Sith are pretty cool. I'm I can see you being into that. I'm a Sith. Yeah. What does it take to be a Jedi? You have to love everybody, right? But, so if my family were here and one of them was going to die, but I could save that person by wiping you four out, sorry. Adios. Huh? Yeah. Still <laughs> yeah, like you. Get it. Yeah. It's understandable. Yeah. So I realized I had to be a Sith. I'm going to be some wrinkly hey, guy. Fun. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Last one, if you, what information did you tell yourself about either in your education or your training, if you could go back 10, 15 years, start place us where you were at at that Start time. sooner, and don't worry about being cool. Those are probably the lessons that I would tell myself. Makes sense. Uh, cool. Yeah. Anything else in closing? Where can people find you? If you want people to find you. <laughs> Sounds like we have a Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> Lawrence, Kansas. Lawrence, um, Kansas. Yeah. Website? I'm um, not even going to well, ask about well, Twitter. Well, no. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, tweet or Twitter or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> so, website's uh, walkingwell.massagetherapy.com. Okay. Yep, it's in progress. You can still pull it up. Sounds good. Um, yep. Walking well, massage dot bodyworks at gmail dot com. Yeah, that's where it is. Okay. Yeah, I'll get it all figured out. And get yeah, it you'll out. all write it Yeah, out. I'll get it done. So cool. Anyway. Anything else? No, thanks. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Good insight. Appreciate it. Thanks for the elbow treatment. <laughs> sure, it feels better. <laughs> Isn't it always with us? Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, man.
Thank you. That was kind of fun. You <laughs> were talking again. about yourself. Appreciate it. Sure. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Thank you for checking out this episode of Clinically Pressed. Go to clinicallypressed.com for full show notes and links to everything that we covered in this episode. While you're there, you'll have full access to all our episodes, insights, and shorts. You can find Clinically Pressed on YouTube or any podcast outlet that you use. If you could give us a rating, thumbs up, or a review on how we're doing, we would greatly appreciate it and heard it helps out quite a bit. To get more free content delivered straight to your inbox, sign up for the Total Athletic Therapy newsletter at totalathletictherapy.com or clinicallypressed.com. You'll get direct links to all the new Clinically Pressed episodes, reviews on some of the latest research in health and performance, and links to related podcasts and other items meant to help you make the complicated, simple, and optimized performance. Thank you for listening, and see you next episode.